Hello and welcome to The Left Wing, a podcast that takes a look at the politics from within the Labour Party, as well as a view of the world from the left wing point of view. Each week I will be joined by an array of amazing talent from across Labour Party politics. But this week I am joined by my same two trusted workhorses. More than that in a second, but first I need to apologise. We have not had an episode of the left wing in about a month, and I must explain why. Shortly after the Momentum special, I received an email. This email was from an auspicious account, plp at gmail.com. No names were attached, (laughs) but there was talk of a coup. There was talk of ousting Jeremy Corbyn and appointing me as leader. Now, there was a few niggles to be worked out, and I didn't agree to do the job. However... Firstly, we figured out that I actually have to be an MP to stand for Labour leader. So we had to sort that out. Before I agreed, though, Jamie Reid resigned his seat. And I told the PLP that I refused to live in Cumbria. So, unfortunately, this has all gone wrong. So now I'm back to the day job of doing this podcast. Whoever, By the way, whoever stands in Copeland is taking my seat. It was supposed to be for me. Just saying. Right. Okay, moving on. My guests this week are, of course... Left-wing regulars, almost co-hosts now. Firstly, the secretary of the Greater Manchester Fabians, Mr. David Meller. Hello, you're right. Hi. Yeah, not too bad. Had a good Christmas, David. Had a lovely Christmas, thank you. Really relaxing. Um, I did move house mind just before Christmas, which is not the best time to move, but I've moved now, and that's good. Just so yeah, all settled in there, and had a relaxing Christmas, and looking forward to seeing the back of this bloody year, quite frankly. But yeah, excellent, and. My other guest is now, since the last time we spoke, the chair of Stockport Young Labour, Mr. Daniel Oliver. Hello, thank you very much for having me again. How was your Christmas, Dan? Really good, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's great now to have a few days to rest a bit after a busy 2016 and prepare for an even busier 2017. Even busier. I shall caveat this, by the way, before we continue. We're recording this on the 30th. Now this is this this episode is a review of the year, a review of 2016. But based on the last few days, the space in between us recording this <laughs> and this going out, which should be New Year's Eve, a lot could have happened. I mean, Jesus Christ, the, the way this year has gone, literally all hell could have broke loose and anything could have happened. So just to caveat that, if anything's happened between now and when this is released, we didn't mean to be offensive. It's just that happened after we recorded. <laughs> Okay, so this episode is going to be dedicated to reviewing the year that was 2016. It was, what's the best way of describing this year other than cluster something that I can't say? Upheaval. Upheaval? Upheaval. Um, Unprecedented. There we go. You two are too kind. I call it (laughs) but there you go. Um, It was a year that we had Brexit... Another Labour leadership contest. We have had deaths of well-known celebrities left, right and centre. We've had a new Prime Minister. It's all been going on. We are going to look at five categories to review on this podcast. And we're going to try and be as clear and concise as possible. And we're going to have awards. Now we're going to focus our review of the year just solely on the Labour Party. Because hell is too much to cover outside of the Labour Party. So we are focusing solely on our look from inside the Labour Party. So we're going to get right on into it with our Worst Moment of the Year Award. This award can be for any moment to do with what the Labour Party's been through over the last 12 months. I shall start with you, David, oh. your worst, mo- your nominee for Worst Moment of the Year. God. Um, right, okay, let me have a think. Um, the, the worst year... Uh, the, so the worst moment of the no, year. Worst moment. Not worst, worst moment year. of the year. Worst year. Well, this was was worst year. The worst moment of the year. Um, I mean, you want to try and keep it sort of labour specific, I suppose. But I think for me, it would have to be Brexit um, and the out. The well, the the um, sort of the uh, fallout from that in relation to us as a party and no, what no, that no, triggered. No, 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 that's cheating. You can't no. have Brexit and the fallout. No, no. Brexit. I think I think you can have that. Surely. No, um, it's got to be oh. one or the other. You can either have Brexit or you can have the cluster that. Oh right. Okay. Well, if I can, if I can have Brexit, then I'll have I'll have. Uh, you can have Brexit. I'll, right. I'll have 
Right, I'll have Brexit then. There we go. Slightly down to us. <laughs> well, well, you could argue it, it was um, because, well, I'm, I'm not. Well, some will say that the, uh, I don't know, our um, our campaign wasn't sort of the uh, the strongest, uh, shall we say? And I, I'm not going to get into the many reasons, potential reasons why about that. But um, yeah, you could argue that. You could also argue that it was down to us because, as a party, we haven't been doing our job properly for a number of years. And we haven't been out there listening to people properly. Um, it's some, certainly something that I've had to realise myself. Um, and you know, f- f- for me, I think it's it, sometimes there will be the odd moment whereby I will curse people's ignorance of of going and voting for Brexit, and then I'll realise no, it's probably me who's the more ignorant one because I'm beginning, I think, to see the reasons why people decided to vote the way they did. I'm going to stop you for a second, David, and say, have you got a momentum membership card in the post? Uh, because you said one thing very telling there, which I? was, <laughs> we've not been doing our job properly for years. Well, I think it's it's a realization I think that's that's dawned on me quite recently, um, and I think that we probably haven't been well. We haven't. I don't. I'm not. You know. I'm not suggesting that you know um, we're doing everything wrong, but I think certainly we haven't been listening to to um, our core vote enough um, and listening to their concerns enough, and I think that's what's now coming back to hurt us. Well, an exercise like Labour listens that was <laughs> first suggested on this show. Coker, you little... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, rapscallion. Rapscallion. That was, yeah, you, you rip-off merchant. That was my idea and you took it. Not even a mention of the left wing. Coker, we know you heard it on this show. I'm calling you out right now. I, get in touch with us at The Left Wing Show on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash The Left Wing Podcast. The Left Wing Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us. I want you on the show to explain how exactly you stole our idea. <laughs> Daniel, worst moment of the year nomination from you. Um, as Dave said, I was I was a bit split on, on this one um, with the implications of Brexit. But I have to go for worst moment of the year for the Labour Party uh, as the murder of Joe Cox in June. Mm, this um, is true. Just because it was so monumental this year. And I remember being in work, hearing the news... And and even now, when I think about it, you still get emotional. You see Brendan Cox's uh, alternative Christmas message, and it brings back the same emotion and the same thoughts of what Joe stood for and what we should stand for in the coming years. You write about the impact just the second the second you said Joe Cox, I yeah. just felt mm. it. It just you you felt it hit again, and. That was that was the most horrific moment of the year for the Labour Party. I don't even know if I can even nominate one now because I think that one's won. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, um, yeah. If I had to, mine was going to be the uh, fall. Mine was going to be the fallout from Brexit, specifically yeah. the leadership contest and yeah. how we managed to publicly drag ourselves through the mud. But not just that, the way we tr- specifically the way we treated each other. Mm. I think this year. On all sides, every corner of the party has let itself down over this last 12 months. The way we have been treating each other for a party that's supposed to stand for the love of our fellow man, for the love of working together, for the cooperative, for the getting together and making real change, we let ourselves down on a massive level by taking chunks out of each other on personal levels just because of our beliefs and the way we feel the party should be headed i honestly think every labor party member across the country should be hanging their heads slightly oh that's strong no it's i think i think that's right there might be some out there who didn't uh didn't participate in mudslinging but I get your general point. I think think pretty much all of us, I have. I think everyone can hold their hands (laughs) up at one point and go, maybe I did, in the heat of the moment, go a little bit too far there. I think, honestly, every Labour Party member across the country should be just taking a look at themselves and taking a look at the way we go about our business. I can't disagree, to be honest. Not with the principle. If you look at where... I know we don't all trust polls anymore and and we can't trust every poll but if you look at where we were in the polls in january and where we are now this year hasn't treated us kindly no or we haven't treated this year kindly it's time to make a decision and 
I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm I think I'm set on Dan's nomination. No, I think I think Cox. that's that's more than more than fair. Really, I, I think I, that's, honestly I agree. Can't think of a worse moment this year for the party. Yeah. So our worst moment of the year was the tragic murder of Joe Cox, and our heartfelt love and prayers goes out to the Cox family mm-hmm. at what must be an extremely difficult time of the year yeah. for him. We shall move on now to the highlight of the year. This could be the best moment that the Labour Party has had over the past 12 months. Daniel, you can start this time. Okay, um, I'm taking my highlight of this year from a local example. um, And that was our local Stockport Labour Group taking control of Stockport Council uh, in the May uh, 2016 local elections. Um, Both through factors determining the the influence of the Lib Dems locally, but also our successive man award with the election of Cou- Councillor Charlie Stewart. Um, and I just, 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 to... just for full disclosure before Daniel carries on, Manor is his local ward. It is. <laughs> so I was very proud when we won. Um, but one, there was a sense of optimism that election day in that we were walking round Manor, knocking on doors and posting get out the vote leaflets, and there was a sense of optimism that we were going to win it there was just that sense that I hadn't felt before in manner and I suppose it sums it up I had I had one example um, there were two of us out door knocking um, trying to encourage people to go to the polling stations to vote Labour and the the lady who was with me went to go through someone's garden gate up to the front door and as she went through the garden gate the person in the house opened the front door and shouted unless you're Labour don't bother coming through that gate. <laughs> and I think I think that just summed it up, really, and it summed up the optimism that we then felt for the rest of the day. Um, and election days are long, and they stretch into the early hours of the morning, but it was so worth it to get uh, to get the result that we did. Mm-hmm. I, d- I do love the day-long sleep you have after election day is over, yeah. though. I do love sleeping <laughs> through that Friday. <laughs> David, your highlight of the year. Highlight of the year for, for the Labour Party, gosh. Um, now, but I should just again point out to the listeners that I did forward these questions to David and Daniel yesterday. <laughs> hey, we've got busy lives. I'm, I'm joking. I, I like I like to try and, you know, be natural and do it on the moment. That's what I'm trying to do. Well, let's um, have that moment now. I'm, gonna, I'm going to say, and this will probably get me uh, some grief, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Tom Watson's speech at conference. That is at David P. Mellor on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was... Um, I think we just needed a bit of reminding as to what we'd actually done in government there. And I think he did it to a T. Um, and, yeah, I think... Because I think, I think the, the, the worry amongst, I think, men, many um, Labour members at the moment is that I think many people, many members feel that there isn't a place for me in the party at the moment. Um you know, for, for for right or wrong, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say, but there are still I think there are people who feel that at the moment there isn't a position for them, um, and I think he, his speech sort of said no, there is, and we've got to remember that that regardless of where we are within the party and where we stand, there, there is a place for everyone within it, and as as you touched on before, in, you know, in relation to you know that the leadership and our members. But you know, acted and, and and so on. I think as we go into next year, I think it was just a reminder that we need to try and, if we if we possibly can, try and pull together in the right direction and you know going forward, um, and try and bring together these various views and, and ideas from across the party to pull them together into a coherent platform. And I think what what Watson's speech did for me was it just reminded us just of, of what we can do if you know when we're in government and when we're working together um and yeah I thought it was just it was just yeah it, it sort of it perked me up it perked me up and it's, it's sort of a memory that's lingered ever since for me because so. it's like you you touched on it again now it's it wasn't just the leadership contest that this nastiness was going on it's still going on now I, I we're going to move on to our, one of our awards later on and I asked people on Twitter and Facebook to wade in and again the second anyone suggested someone from one side of the party someone from the other side of the party would get on and start taking the mick out of them it's just I'm looking through the through the mentions now it's just it's ridiculous 
Including also, by the way, I just want to give a special shout out to the Grim Reaper that called us a parody account. <laughs> parody account of what? Uh, Decent media? I well, don't know. well, you don't know what a parody, what is a parody, and what isn't with this year. <laughs> is uh, someone nominated Richard Bergen for our star of the year? And someone replied, "Is this a who is the biggest Muppet award?" So you can see what I mean. It's just no one's allowed to voice an opinion about someone else coming back know, and being yeah. like rah 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 rah. Just and let's, I think- let's have like the Christmas Day match during World War One. Let's just have that <laughs> true ceasefire from everyone in the party and let's go, you know what? Let's stop chucking potato grenades at each other. Let's just chill out here and let's let's try and have a reasoned discussion and debate. Like the good old days before 2015 where you could go to a Labour Party member, uh, meeting, have a proper debate, disagree like hell with each other, but then walk out to the bar and have a, have a, have a drink and no hard feelings will be had or anything. Yeah, well, that's it. Because I think, I think for... I felt particularly during this year that at times I've had to really, really watch what I'm saying, um, you know, for fear of offending a few people who will ultimately, you know, and that, you know, try and whip up other things behind the scenes, um, you know, and, and, and it shouldn't be like that. You should, you should be able to voice your opinion without any fear whatsoever. As long as it's an informed, informed opinion and it isn't, you know, you know, grossly offensive, you know, in, you know, in a, in a particular way, you should have that freedom to, to, to enter a discussion without, you know, having that fear over you. And I think this year, particularly with the party and where the party is concerned, that has lingered. And I'd hope certainly into next year um, that will dissipate. And that's particular. that was why I, I particularly enjoyed Watson's speech, because it he, he reminded me certainly and reminded everyone what there's a place for everyone within the party and it show you know when we're in government we can do good stuff i know that the the, the previous three labor governments had had their failings or sorry the you know the periods in government under under uh, blair and brown had their failings but a heck of a lot of good was done as well and yes. we need to remember that and it, and, it, and it gets forgotten and people even slap it down and it can't go on it can't go on and it, it was just it served a nice reminder for me as to what we did my highlight of the year is not so much highlight of the year it's to highlight the year my mine spans the whole oh, year and that's, and that's, no no no, no right <laughs> hear me out because for the past prior to 2015 right jeremy Corbyn has done one fantastic thing well he's probably done more than one fantastic thing but this is the one that i choose to focus on Prior to 2015, we had certain star names, certain star faces in the Labour Party, and they would always dominate the the front bench. You could, you, if if someone mentioned cabinet reshuffle to you, you'd automatically know which names were going to be on that bench. Not necessarily which job, but you knew who was going to be there. And the fact that a lot of those names refused to serve in Jeremy Corbyn's shadow cabinet meant that some new and fresh faces came to the fore. Mm, yeah. Now, some of them not been too great. I'm not going to mention names because they may end up being a guest on this show at some point <laughs> of the next year. But we have, we've seen some stars rise to the top, some new, fresh faces that yeah. are going to take this party a long way in the next 10, 20 years, however long they choose to go on. Angela Rayner would be a big example of that. Yeah, definitely. Keir Starmer, mm. Clive Lewis. Mm. You know what I mean? Just to name but a small few, there's, you, you could name a number of them. There's been a lot of fresh faces. And I think that 2016 has been the year of new members, not new members, new MPs establishing themselves as the next generation yeah. of leaders in this party. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that has got to be the highlight of the year because that's it's it's a sizable achievement for mm-hmm. us yeah i there's, there's there's so much talent within the labor party across the board from from where we are in terms of grassroots right up to the top and um you know maybe maybe you know that the, the fact that you've had you know newer mps who certainly didn't expect to be in this position and are now in this position maybe as yeah i think it probably has been a good thing in, in hindsight because like i say i mean you know, I mean, for, for a, a, a couple of those who are, who are on the shadow cabinet, I, I wasn't particularly certain about at first. But you know, they've been given the spotlight, they've been given the the, the chance, and and they're taking it, and they're, and they're doing a really good job, I think. So, yeah, I think I think that's a, a very good, very good moment to pick there. I think, Dave, it's a good yeah, one. I agree. One. I agree. We we should, as you mentioned, I should 
think we should be particularly proud of Angela Rayner mm. as a fellow Stopfordian. Yes. Um, and especially if you think she'd only been an MP for a year and then took on such a massive portfolio. Mm. So, fair play to her. Education is no small fish. Not at all. It's not at all. And, and, and the fact that she saw, and indeed she, she's, she's mentioned this again, I think, um, I think it was a a, a, a rally or something last week or so. Um, she she she's pinpointed the fact that education is the key thing that can uni- unify this party, particularly the fight against grammar schools. Because I think across the board, well, I would certainly hope across the board that there's unified opposition against that. And she's seen that that this is a a key issue in which we can unify around. And I think that was it's very very astute in my view. And uh, I think we we need to continue going along those lines in in finding these issues that can unify us as a party and then which we can. Uh, take forward and let's and let's chill on the Angela Rayner loving because we've still got star of the year to come. <laughs> Not that I'm presumpting anything at this point. So what do we reckon the highlight of the year is then? I would still argue local success because I think local is where we will pick up votes. To be fair, Stockport Council winning Stockport Council is like one of the only wins we've had this year. Yeah. It was it was great. It was great. We'd say I was getting text messages from a couple of a couple of councillors on the night and hearing what was going on. It was it was fantastic and it's it's, a, it's such a big achievement for, you know for us and and we can do good work. I just hope come 2018 when we've got the next round of uh, of elections that we can we can keep hold of it and, mm. and and certainly do. Hopefully within the next sort of two years we can do as much as we possibly can for everyone in Stockport and show what, what a force for good we can be. Um, and then hopefully come 2018, we'd have had the mayoral election, which, all oh, being well, we'll, we'll... Will you stop jumping oh. around the game? That's predictions. Hey. That's later on in the show. Hey, 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 no, I'm just saying, you know, anyway, what the point is, that's trying, you know, next two years, we can do good stuff. Hopefully come 2018, we'll, uh, we'll still be there yeah, r- running things, having power. Now I know I'm outnumbered here, but at the same time I feel like I have to overrule because it's a bit it's a bit too local and we are a national That's international true. international. <laughs> no, don't laugh. I've seen the, no, I've no, seen no, the demographics know. on our channels. We've got international coverage. United States were big over there, quite big in Germany for some reason I can't <laughs> fathom. But yeah, we have an international gathering. <sighs> but if you think there are many people out there arguing that. The Labour Party will be successful when it's winning at a local and a grassroots level. Mm, mm. And that is what we showed we did this year with Wait, Stockport. We've missed we've missed the biggest one. What? We're all idiots. We've not we've not added Sadiq Khan winning Mayor of London to yeah. the highlights of the way. Sadiq can come later. There's a bigger award for Sadiq. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's difficult, yeah, because I, th- I think we, we think of Stockport because we think, you know, that's what is most Okay. Yeah. For us, isn't let's, it, let's, let's let's work on the language of this joint statement then. <laughs> Highlight of the year is our success at, on local council and local authority level. Yeah. And, yes. the and, ma- and mayoral at mayoral level as well. Yes, and so, mayoral yes, level. Because yes. I've had success in Bristol as well. Yeah. Which is good. Yes. So I forgot about Bristol. Just yeah. like Bristol's mayor, I forgot to shake everyone's hand at the conference. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Right. So highlight of the year is Labour's successes in local authority, local government councils, etc., 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 etc. See, look, 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 look what we can do when we discuss and come together and we form a solution and we've got a solution there. Yes, and, and I've together. not, I've not called David or Daniel a <laughs> once. <laughs> Next award that we come to is the worst performer of the year. This is a leading figure in the Labour Party. It, well, it could be anyone or any group within the Labour Party that has underperformed, been a detriment to the party, failed in some way, anywhere in that kind of area. This is going to be difficult because we've just yeah. been saying how we should all be more positive, but <laughs> it's got to be done. Uh, oh, David? Do I have to start off? Um... <laughs> Right, oh God, here we go then. You're not noticed we're all tonight. I know, I know, I know, I know. I was <laughs> dreading this one. Uh, do you want to put the noose around my neck now? Um, <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, worst, you want me to go first? Worst performer <laughs> of the year. No, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering whether to... Yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'm going to go with John McDonnell. Wow, he's gone there. Yeah. Momentum, with... again, that is at yeah. David P. Meller. M-E-L-L-E-R. <laughs> Don't spell it wrong, he hates it when you do that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, 
I just, and, 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 I'll, and I'll, I'm going to qualify this because when uh, when Jeremy was elected in in, in 2015, um, obviously you know, and and, um, and John was and became uh, shadow chancellor, um, and I've got about I've said this a couple of times now. They, they put together um, this economic um, advisory. Uh, panel body, um, which was designed to try and present a new vision of economics um, for, for, for the left, and it just didn't get anywhere. I don't think Stieglitz turned up. Piketty, I think, decided not to bother either, and it just it didn't happen. And I think since 20, certainly over the last year or so, I just in terms of an economic plan and an economic you know vision going forward, I just I don't see one. I don't see one at all from him um, and you know I, I just it, 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 we need a vision we need a plan to go forward particularly and you know in, in terms of the you know the economic um, side of things because until we have that plan until we have that vision going forward we're not going to get anywhere and, and I've, I've, I don't see one from him I know he made his speech at conference and he made he made some good points at you know during his speech at conference but I still don't get that vision and that strategy going forward um, from him and we need that because if we don't if we don't get that um then what we're not going to get anywhere i'll be um, honest i need to tell the listeners well david's been saying this he, he actually genuinely looks sad yeah yeah do you want a hog david <laughs> yeah go on then. oh come oh. here go on oh, oh there you go <laughs> um so um yeah that's probably going to get me some grief um but you know, and I don't, I don't say, I don't say that in terms of you know, in in, in a spiteful way or anything like that. You know, I, John McDonald's politics probably don't necessarily match with with mine in terms of where I stand with the Labour Party. I'll say that now. However, of course, I want him to do well. I want Jeremy Corbyn to do well as well. You know, I, I I've since Jeremy was re-elected, I've I've backed him and I, and I've praised him in terms of how he's done Prime Minister's questions and so on. But it's just it's again it's the leadership and it's the vision that we need to go forward and until we get that i, th I think we're going to struggle so okay, okay. Yeah. david let me just take that shovel off you yeah go on daniel go on <laughs> um i know we, we discussed earlier about the leadership contest so i'm not going to go into that because i think we do need to move on my worst performer of the year is someone who has dragged our name through the mud this year earlier this year and really didn't do us any favors and that is ken livingston <laughs> <laughs> for the anti-Semitism row that our party soon became embroiled in. He's not technically... Well, he is, but he isn't. I don't know. Is he still a member of the party? I can't... We can't they, well, they have... At this the, point. I just choose to ignore Fair him. play to him. The, the issue is, is they have not yet decided what to do with him. Which, considering the initial offence, if you would allow the term, was in April, doesn't seem quite right, in my mm. opinion. However, in my opinion, what he did was wrong. And he didn't do us any favours in the media or in public opinion yeah. at all. And well, that, that's, yeah. that's, it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. I think that's all he's saying. And 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 the response generally, f f post what he said was as uh, what Livingston has said as well has been lousy. Yeah. Um, and I think I think many people would would yeah. agree with that. Really, he dragged us through the mud, and I don't think we did enough to stop it or prevent similar instances in the future yeah we should slam the brakes on it a lot quicker than yeah yeah and it's a bit it's it's a bit of a shame because ken has been a stalwart whether you agree with everything that he says and a lot of what he says is complete and utter idiocy but he has been a he has been a stalwart for the party for years mm -hmm. and it is sad to see him go the way he's gone yes yeah. Well, my, did, my yeah. guess is the way it's led on this long is they're trying to find a way of just quietly sneaking him back into the party, like Derek Hatton at conference. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> don't, don't go there. But, but the thing, the thing is with with, with Ken Livingston, he did great work as as London Mayor. We 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 know how how good he can be, but why why he obsesses with various things which I'm not going to mention and various people who I'm not going to mention um, I, I just I just don't understand um, you know we, we, he, he did good work as, as London Mayor um, and his actions and what he says and, and what he's done um, are just taken away from that really it's a shame it's a shame it is he didn't do us any favours at all this year okay um, my worst performer of the year has to be the Alistair Campbell to Jeremy Corbyn the uh, Mr. Spinneroonie himself, Mr. Uh, 
Seamus Melm. Because it's been a year of gaffes, yet again. And at the same time, he should probably qualify for start of the year as well for managing to keep his job. <laughs> but it's just been really simplistic gaffes over and over again. Jeremy Pro, uh, A lot of them happened at conference. Jeremy protesting himself at conference was one of them. Yeah. You would have thought someone would have probably tapped him on the shoulder and went, probably not a good idea to get a picture here, Jeremy. Um, the whole... Clive Lewis speech, auto prompts, wall punch, phone mm-hmm. saga, um, and there's just been several moments where Jeremy Corbyn's been in front of a microphone or in front of a TV camera, and someone should have been there stopping him from doing what he was doing. The ITV journalist, where Jeremy decides to hide behind a glass wall. Mm. There's just there's so many of them, and it's just. If you're going to have a man that is in charge of protecting the image of the of the leader and making sure that we don't look like complete buffoons, because mm-hmm. hell, we do we we do that job well enough as ourselves. <laughs> the 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 comedy errors, the the gaffes that are so easily avoided just with a little bit of you know work. I honestly think he's been the worst performer of the year because I think Jeremy would come across a lot better of le- as leader if he had a better team around him and I know he's, he's going to be rebranded and relaunched in the new year but the damage has been done and a lot of that damage could have been avoided yeah I think even many of Jeremy's supporters would say the same hmm. is that the team around him hasn't been good enough and has opened him up to these criticisms um, and yeah they haven't done us any favours at all in the media because the media see these opportunities and they grab hold of them and they run them for, for days on end. And it and it hurts us. I think the problem for Jeremy is he's he's paying the people that got him where he's where he got. He's giving jobs to people that helps him sweep the leadership election in fifteen and he feels like he owes them. Yeah. Which is which is you know what I mean, it's loyalty, it's an admirable quality. Yeah. But the problem is Jeremy and a lot of the people around him have been playing conference football for 30 years and we're at the Premier League now and you've got to have the backroom staff mm-hmm. around you and he hasn't got it he needs to cut ties with Milne Landsman various other people he needs to, he needs to cut them out I know I know they got you there but they're definitely not going to keep you there well Landsman might but let's not go there I just think that yeah Mil- Milne's been the worst performer this year so we've got McDonnell, we've got Ken Livingstone, Livingston. and we've got Seamus Milne, who is going to win our award for Worst Performer of the Year. You know, I'm going to go with your point about Milne and the, and the wider team. Mm-hmm. Is that there are opportunities there that they should have seen and stopped, um, and they didn't do so. And also, just flip reverse it as well, there's opportunities where the ball should have been put in the back of the net yes. and mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah. David, uh, I'm 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 happy to go with with the consensus. I'm, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'll, I I think any of them will 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 be fine with me. So if I, I had to put on Twitter, the left wing's worst prime of the year is John McDonald. We're <laughs> we're rolling shit, so I think I'm saving us here. Yeah, so I don't think Seamus is on Twitter, so we we can get it. <laughs> worst performer of the year is Seamus Mill and Jeremy Carbon's back room team. So now we come. To the prestigious, to the t- to the award that every member across the Labour Party would love to get their hands on if there was actually any kind of physical award. It is the 2016 Left Wing Star of the Year. This prestigious honour goes to the Labour Party official member who has performed above and beyond, that has stood out as as the leading light in our party, someone that's that's achieved, someone that's dedicated, someone that's done the job. Daniel, who's it going to be? Right, we mentioned it earlier. For me, it has to be Sadiq Khan and his victory in London, uh, as in the mayoral election. Um, not only did he win against a divisive and hateful campaign from the Tories, mm. but in the few months he's been in power, 
he's already shown what difference Labour can make when they have control of policy. This is true, and he backed it up with a very good conference speech. He did, <laughs> he did. Well, I think he mentioned Labour in power 47 or 48 times. <laughs> Something like that. I've got a speech somewhere, but I'm not going to dig it out and yeah. work it out now. But he did mention it a lot, and he, he since he's come in as mayor as well, it's been relatively calm waters. He's not botched the job so far. Yeah. I think he. I think he's been a true inspiration this year to the rest of the party, and hmm. not only in running the campaign, in in a positive way, and outlining what he would do to change things. But once he won the election, he's started implementing those things to change. This is true, and c- full credit needs to go to Sadiq Khan as well. It's not because a lot of people have tried to take a piece of that pie and said, "Oh well, he wouldn't have done it without this guy or that guy." It was. Sadiq Khan mm. who ran that campaign and who yeah. who climbed what was going to be a very uphill battle to begin with David your star of the year I think oh I'm wait not... hang on Keir Starmer obviously well no I was I was going to say I think I think well I've, you know I, I, I love Keir Starmer I think he's I think what he's done in terms of trying at least and and doing a decent job in terms of trying to get a coherent position on where we stand on on leaving the EU on Brexit, as you know, and 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 the quality of his opposition, I think, has been you know really really good, and and he, for me, he uses you know credibility, which is you know which is something I think that we've struggled with a lot this year. But I'm I'm happy to go with 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 Sadiq to be quite honest. I think again he's he's showing the way in terms of what we can do when we've got power. When we've got power, we can get stuff done and do good things. Um, and particularly in terms of you know with with his campaign, it was a positive campaign, unlike Zach Goldsmith's campaign and good riddance to him. Um, you know he he's shown the way, and he's 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 is an example that I think everyone can sort of um, you know use and and sort of latch onto really in terms of what he's managing to do and what, what he managed to do and what he's managing to do um, in London. So I'm, I'm I'm happy to go with 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 Sadiq really. I'm You're happy both, with that. Both both entirely wrong. Oh, is this in terms of what Twitter have, have said? No, 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 this is in oh. terms of what I'm saying. Screw, oh, go on. screw Twitter for a second. <laughs> All right, then. Me, what are you going for? No, you're wrong. Angela Rayner. Hmm? I, 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 couldn't, I wouldn't disagree with you there. I think she's, she has done I'm, well this year. I'm up for that. No, she's I, don't, a... I don't want, if Angela's listening to this, which I doubt, but I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to, take, uh, to take this the wrong way, but she's gone from zero to hero this year. Yeah. Not that she was a zero before, but to demonstrate the point yeah, of that yeah, rise, yeah. that meteoric rise, yeah. I think, Rainer's there, and more importantly, in my discussions with other people, which we'll get onto in a minute, she unites the party. Mm. Mm. You can ask people from the left of the party, from the centre of the party. Most people have got good words for Angela. Yeah, she's mm. a, if 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 you was to pick Sadiq Khan, for example, maybe not as much. If you were to go through the list of anyone else, you could pick out Tom Watson. Definitely not. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn, John McDonnell, Clive Lewis, you go with any of them, one side or the other is going to have an issue. Yeah. But Angela Rayner, I think if you go to both sides of the party and went, Angela Rayner, yeah, yeah. Well, that, My only thing yeah, about Angela on. is I, I think this year has been a fantastic year for her, but I'm hopeful that she's still on the rise. I don't think she's yet at the point of stardom. But she will get there in the future. I think she's got a very bright future in, in Labour politics. But I don't think she's there yet. But she has had a, a fantastic year. To be fair, I think if she had... I mean, again, we said earlier that education is a big profile. But if she was if she was in the position of, say, leader, I think you would see that she's got many different strings to that bow. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because education is a very focused and narrow prerogative, isn't yeah. it? It's very focused on... One, one That's what I mean in terms of having a bright future. I think I think whenever the next leadership contest comes round, and God, I seriously do hope we don't have another one next year because this year has been painful. <laughs> but whenever the next one comes round, I think many people will be putting her forward. Yeah. And and it will come down to whether she wants it. I don't know whether she wants it. She'd be the unit candidate. A lot of people will be putting her name forward yeah. from both sides of the party. Yeah. And that's what a lot. I mean, a lot of people have have said that that's where 
I think I think a few people were hinting that that people were trying to position her in that way as well, weren't they? I suppose as as a future leader. Um, no, I, I, I'd I'd agree with you there, Dave. In terms of you know, I think I think in terms of the her rise, it has been amazing. And like I say, in terms of what I said before, you know, in in terms of her seeing the grammar schools issue as being one that can unify everyone. Um, you know, I think I think that was really astute of her. I do, and um, you know, she's she's done a good job, great job. I asked Twitter and Facebook. I went around all the Labour Party groups on Facebook. I posted it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Left Wing Podcast. Hit that thumbs up. I also posted it on Twitter at the Left Wing Show for our Star of the Year. I wanted input from as many of our uh, listeners and fans, or in some cases not fans. Um, and we got a wide, a, a wide sort of scope of different people. Tom Watson won the most nominations on our Twitter, mm. on our Twitter um, and Facebook groups. Tom Watson was the most mentioned, most nominated, mainly for that conference speech. The re- the reason behind yeah. it was conference speech. It that was, was good. that was the number one reason. <laughs> uh, second was at Carbon Superfan. <laughs> there appears to have been a campaign to get Carbon Superfan, which is um, a very interesting account. Go and check that out. He came second, but I don't think he he's eligible to win this year. No, I don't think so. No, maybe next year. Um, <laughs> but some of his posts are fantastic. Just yes. to give him a shout out. Third play, joint third was Sadiq Khan and Angela Rayner, which is where we're kind of at at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they were joint, joint third. Uh, joint fifth will be Jeremy Corbyn and Keir Starmer. Mm. Um, now, the, the weird thing is, and I hate to, I'm not going to be critical here, but the majority of the Jeremy Corbyn nominations were just because he's Jeremy Corbyn. Because I asked for reasons, and we did get a lot of different reasons. Now, to be fair, Tom Watson, the majority of it was his feature conference. But that is some, that is a discernible, that is something to grasp onto. Mm. But the nominations we had for Jeremy Corbyn were mainly because he's Jeremy Corbyn. Which mm. is not really a good enough reason. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more there, to be honest. Um, Honourable mentions go to Frank Field for uh, his local constituency campaign work, uh, Angela Eagle, John McDonnell, Richard Bergen and Clive Lewis. They all got one nomination each. It comes back to the point we made earlier, I think, about the talent in the party. This is true. Um, that list nicely sums up the amount of talent we have in the party. There's a few names there that I'm, I'm surprised Clive Lewis didn't get more traction. Mm. In fact, there's a, there's a fair few names that... Mm. Again, like, like Rayner, he's had a fantastic year, in my opinion. But I th- still think he's on the rise. He's still, he's he's still de- getting there. I think he's still div- too divisive. I think he's not... He's, he's not the candidate that can bring the party together no. that, like Rayner could. Or will. And I think it's time. Of it. Well, I think the time is, is now really that we need a... I think if, if 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 and when we do have another leadership election, which God knows, I hope it's not soon. March 2017. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we, we need a woman now. It's, it's Yeah, it's time. We needed so. a woman last time around, but that's... that's yeah. That, 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 oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's it going to be? Do you I go with Sadiq? Would you I go with? Oh, go on, sorry, oh, sorry. For me, Rayner is a, a future star of the year, and I think she will do. She will continue to rise. She will continue to do a great job, and she will have a bright future in our party. But for now, Sadiq is the man for me. I think. Well, the, the issue is: do you go with the membership, <laughs> or you the the Twitter well, the mem- followers, the or do you go do you go with the uh, the with us? Uh, well, as oh. I said, I, 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 I did mention this a couple of times. This was this was an advisory reference. Oh, was it an advisory one? Yes. <laughs> it was you decide, but you don't actually decide. We decide in the room, and you just kind of get to recommend. So, yeah, what do you think, David? One way or the other. Decide and vote. Oh, gosh. Power. It's good, isn't it, having power? <laughs> um, I think I'm going to uh, go with Sadiq. You're both wrong. 
You both. I'm not. I'm no. Oh, Sorry, what? I'm not having this. I don't know. I'm. It's tough. If you it's look tough. at the two of them, right? You have to take second it. half of the year after Sadiq won his London mayoral election, nothing. Very quiet. He came to conference. Labour in power. Labour in power. Labour in power. But he's been doing things in the meantime. That's, that's, that's good. It's quiet isn't necessarily a bad thing. It is at the moment because everyone's going. Where is the Labour Party? But he's been implementing policies in London. He's been looking at transport in London, which is a massive issue. That that is what the mayor should be doing, and he's got the profile that not as much of a profile as Boris Johnson had, but he will get to that point. I think Rain has got well, a profile. He even appeared in Citizen Khan. Oh God, he did, didn't he? Which Bloody hell! He had a fantastic oh, little uh, cameo. Oh, it's a, yeah. I'm not going to go there. But I I'll, get on it. Well, I'll show you an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think Rain has got a bigger profile at this point. I think I think if you if she you has, polled, but I I don't think she's achieved as much this year. I think if you polled, Sadiq uh, Angela Rayner would would beat Sadiq Khan. Right. Mm. I, I, it's my show. I'm the head bitch. <laughs> this, this is how it's gonna work, right? We 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 can't quite. Well, I'm outnumbered. We have technically come to a decision, but I'm not. I'm not standing for it. We're gonna have a referendum. Is this a decisive one, though? Yes, a decisive okay, okay. one. I'm gonna put a poll out on Twitter and on Facebook oh, immediately following the end of the show. Okay. And I'm going to let the listeners decide. City Khan or Angela Rayner? We, we, we asked for nominations. Everyone had their say. We have whittled it down to two that we think are the cream of the crop for this year, for 2016. Unfortunately, we won't have a result now until 2017, but still. <laughs> City Khan or Angela Rayner? Go to at the left wing show on Twitter. Go to facebook.com forward slash the left wing podcast. I hope I got that right. Did I get that right? Hang on, let me just show. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Yes, I did. I don't know how to do polls on Facebook, so I might not be able to put a poll on Facebook, but there'll be a link to the Twitter poll, and I don't even think you have to be a member of Twitter to vote on it. So No. There will be a poll on there, and we will see who the members, the listeners decide, is the 2016 left wing star of the year, Sadiq Khan or Angela Rayner, and... We will announce the results on next week's show. No, actually, I've had a better idea. Just look at Twitter, look at Facebook. There'll be details of how to vote. And we will oh. announce the winner next week. Could, could I suggest two more honourable mentions? Is that okay? Or is that... I'm not, not allowed to do that. Go on, then, quick. First one, uh, Jim McMahon. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Jim. Um, uh, with putting on a Fabian's event in in Stockport. This is just a plug. For no, the it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I just I think you know. Um, in terms of you know, I think he's a fantastic speaker. I think in terms of what what he stands for, in terms of his passion for local government, devolution, uh, co-op values as well, which I think going forward have got a big role to play in terms of what we can offer people as a party. Um, is a is a great constituency MP as well, and for all the work he's done. In, in, in Oldham in what he's doing at the moment as well there's my first one and my second one because um, I think he's a cracking bloke first of all I think he's a bloody good constituency MP and he's doing a great job as being a voice piece for, for the party is Andrew say, Gwynn oh, I thought you were going to say Bernard Coker no no I'm going to say Andrew Gwynn Andrew Gwynn, Andrew um, Gwynn you, he's just saying that because he's one of the local MPs no right? he's not he's I tell you what if you want someone who does social media well there's your man this is true he he's brilliant he's brilliant well. um, and uh, yeah he's um, I think he's, he's always his thing's been dead good in terms of you know since he's become shadow minister without portfolio he's always out there trying to put our message across I think he does a good job there and he's a cracking constituency MP he's coming out isn't he you can, why don't you try and plug I know it's only Stockport based but you can try and plug your uh, your, your quiz my quiz yeah your quiz Deta- details are on um, various social media platforms we've got a uh, battle of the four local CLPs <laughs> coming up on a quiz night um, I yeah. want to do an honourable mention since we're uh, ass kissing at the moment <laughs> I think we need to give an honourable mention to the esteemed leader of Stockport Council, Councillor Ganassa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He has done a wonderful job as leader oh, since ah, yeah, he took yeah. office in uh, May. So, yeah, yeah well, uh, that's all I need to say. He's yeah. done a wonderful job. Definitely. Oh, yeah, very much positive. agreed. Yeah, Daniel, good. anyone you want to kiss ass for? No, no. <laughs> Nobody right now. Nobody right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Daniel got his in earlier with his Christmas presents. Right. That's it. Oh, no, wait. Predictions for 2017 very quickly because I was trying to get this in under an hour. Quickly. David, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a really crap one. I'm gonna say uh, expect the unexpected. That was golf, Daniel. Yeah, it was golf. <laughs> um, predictions: We'll win the mayor election, Greater Manchester. 
Um, I can't see the polls improving anytime soon. Um, Brexit will hit us hard next year mm. when we trigger Article 50. I'm going to say leadership contest, no general election, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's about it. I, th- I think May would be foolish not to call a general election next year. I think May's scared. I just... Mm, she could, she could I, I just, she's scared of the Trump. don't know whether she's doing a, I just, a bit of a Gordon here. I just, then again, she needs to take the knees out from under Carbon yeah. before he gets his relaunch. I think she would be doing a Gordon Brown if she didn't call one now. She mm. would be making a fatal mistake. She's in a position now where if there was a general election next year, from from our current perspective now, she could win enough MPs to do whatever she likes for five years. plus. Yeah. Easy at the moment. So it wouldn't matter what her stance on Brexit was, she would achieve it. On Heathrow expansion, she would get it. There wouldn't be enough rebellious MPs and op- opposition MPs to stop her doing anything, pretty much. I think the only worry... I think the only worry for her is... That, I don't know whether she's running somewhat scared of what's gone on in, in what well, what happened in Richmond, maybe. Um, Big, I don't biggest know. reason for her not to call um, early general election is the fact that she just completely undermines what they did a couple of years back with the fixed-term parliament. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just undermining your own laws. But on, like, the same, on the same front, there are many people saying, we have now got a prime minister... That wasn't even chosen by anybody. Mm-hmm. She is there because she put herself forward. Yeah, that, that's it. Yesterday on the unelected so. prime minister, because eh, we we can't really. I know, I know, but in the current scenario, I think she should call a general election. Or I, I, if I was in her position, I would. I would, but she won't. Just cause. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I will actually. I'll just echo what what um what Dan said there in relation to the the mayoral election. I think. You know, well, 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 you uh, had your chance. You said no, no, I, I, which I think, which so I think is I true. That we're going to win the mayoral election, so you said that we're not going to win no, it. No, no, I'm not, I didn't say that at all. I said, I said, I think, I think this year we're going to get. Well, this coming year, we'll, we'll, I, I still think we'll get loads of weird stuff happening. What I don't know, but judging from the way this year has gone, I can still sense strange things. And and even with, the, I mean, I, I still think Andy will win. I'll certainly work hard to make sure he does, and I'll campaign hard for him. But with the with the way politics seems to have gone now, with all the populism going on and everything, I, I always I've just got this sick feeling in my stomach at times that someone all of a sudden is going to come out of the woodwork from in Manchester, say I'm standing, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, I, it will. He is an independent. <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll lose your membership. You'll be in, you'll be uh, emailed is, to compliance. This is true. <laughs> Although at this point, there might not be much Labour Party uh, Labour Party left by uh, May 2017, so it might be worth a um, shot. I must say goodbye to Mr. David Mellor. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hopefully see you in New Year. So Mr. Daniel Oliver. Thank you very much and Happy New Year. Yes, on behalf of all of us here at The Left Wing, we wish you a very wonderful and prosperous New Year that, is, that will be 2017. We will be back next week with more idiocy from the Labour Party <laughs> idiocy from free local numpties <laughs> I've been David Allen this has been the left wing get in touch with us on Facebook Twitter or via email hit that thumbs up like follow us subscribe all that good stuff and from the three of us have a wonderful new year No, I'm going to go... Alright, okay. We'll edit that bit out so I don't get lynched.